going on, everyone? It is your favorite night, our favorite night, Pine Saturdays on a Wednesday. I am your host and one half of Team Cool Dads, Josh Stanton, joined by my co-host and the other half of Team Cool Dads, Jack McMullen. What's going on, Jack? Nothing much, man. Feeling jolly. Christmas is almost here, brother. Excited to uh, pop a top and get right into these scoops. Hey, Christmas is almost here. We have a jam-packed pine for you guys tonight. We have a roundtable with all of our analysts. It's absolutely phenomenal. But before we hop into that, Jack, you ready to kick it off with some tonight's toppings? Let's get it. Let's go, baby. Jack, I'm excited, brother. Are you excited? Yeah, man, I'm stoked. Special hey, guest. Listen, listen, special guest tonight, Miss Brittany McMullen, also known as JJ's Mama, also known as jack's roommate also known as maybe the coolest girl in the mcmullen household <laughs> the only girl in the mcmullen household. The only girl. That was, dude that was my dad joke yeah she's the coolest yeah. but she's yeah. the only girl here we go the dad joke right off the bat this is a big moment for you are i'm you, ready are you ready are i'm you ready. ready for these toppings let's do it jack said he let's... came up with some good ones oh yeah he did. They're absolutely amazing. Moving on to our first topping of the night. Disney is out here throwing controversy very similar to what Sex and the City did with the Peloton. They casted Chris Evans to play Buzz Lightyear coming up in 2022. And Tim Allen was a little hot about it. He actually posted a picture of himself at Disney with a bunch of Buzz Lightyear stuff. Hey, who are we rolling with? Chris Evans or Tim Allen? Oh, Tim Allen all the way. For sure. Okay. He has like one of those like distinct voices. I don't think Chris Evans does. Like when you think of Chris Evans, do you think if I heard him talking, I would not know like who he was. Right. So so we're team Allen, right? Oh, for sure. We're, we're, we're all nineties. Yeah. So we're, we're raised on the OG Buzz Lightyear. So yeah, Tim Allen all the way. He has that cartoonish voice. I mean, does Chris Evans really have that? I, I, I'm not sure. I mean, to me, he's Captain America. He's not Buzz Lightyear. Uh, and Tim Allen, uh, I don't know why Disney would would recast him. I mean, it's a voiceover. You can technically be 90 and still do the voice, right? Hundred <laughs> percent. And can, let's let's all be honest. Tim Allen would crush it in 2022. Absolutely sure. crush it. For sure, man. Moving Agreed. on to the. Second scoop of the night. Hey, it's Christmas season. We're a couple days away from Christmas. There are sitcom episodes dropping everywhere. Christmas episodes. Who you guys got? The Office or Friends and why? Oh, no. Um, <laughs> God, they're both so good. I still feel like The Office still makes... I still will go with The Office, for sure. So you're okay. going with The Office But The Friends has some really of- good... Getting Good you Christmas in the spirit ones. of Christmas, but also having the laughs. Those office Christmas parties were the best. The office Christmas parties are absolutely the best. I, I mean, I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I think you have to go with the office too because the office is arguably the greatest show to ever be on TV. It is. I mean, um, just uh, fr- friends obviously is up there for a lot of people, but just look at the the amount of streams that the office was getting when it was on netflix and 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 how upset people were like Brittany and myself we now have a peacock subscription just for the office so yeah i think it's up there their their christmas episodes are are classic man uh Brittany and i would watch them in preparation of christmas and uh yeah Fr- friends is definitely good but i i gotta side with brit on this one the office is uh where it, where it's at man 
Britt, post pod, are you guys going to watch an office Christmas episode? Um, I wish we could, but probably not. <laughs> we have no time. <laughs> yeah, no time, man. We're going Hashtag. to sleep. We're, the the yeah. little boy's sleeping right now, so we gotta we gotta get some hours in. You feel me? Yeah, we literally Brother. never have time to watch anything. One hundred percent. Hey, it's it's like me and Jack have talked about on multiple pods. If we want to watch a long movie, it takes seven to eight weeks <laughs> in increments. We watch it like a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> that's funny. Mo- moving on to our third topping of the night, Britt, as a non-comic book person and the wife of a man who takes you to all the Marvel movies, give me a review on Spider Man. One to ten, and why? It was actually pretty good, and I don't like all. I don't know the difference between Marvel and what's DC. DC. <laughs> like I don't ever know the difference. But Spider Man held my attention. It was a really long movie, but I give it like an eight point five. I didn't get. There was a bunch of inside jokes, I guess, that Jack had explained right. later to me. But I thought it was really. Island is like the best Spider Man. Right. Out of all of them. But I thought it was cool that they brought back Toby Maguire and who's the other guy? Andy, Andy Garfield. Garfield. Yep. Um, so I thought that was cool. I like Zendaya. I think she did a great job. I like that they made Aunt May for for this version. I like that they made you know, Marissa Tomei. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I thought it was good. It was sad. Yeah, sad, but yeah, filled filled with action. I would I would agree. So, so to all the the girl listeners out there, if you you get dragged to the movie theater to see Spider Man over the Christmas break, man, sounds like you got something good to watch. You're well, welcome, he, Britt. Tom Hall Tom Holland's like a lady, and he's a good dancer. Yeah, oh yeah, hey, Brittany loves to throw in there that he that he's a good dancer. I do, <laughs> and guess what? She, Jack all, Jack doesn't like to rip on boys being ballet dancers. But Tom Holland was a ballet dancer when he was younger. Uh-huh. Hey, and now you, he's like your hero. Yeah, hey, do, right. Jack, do you think next time you guys are dancing at a wedding or something, she says Tom Holland still does it better? Probably so. <laughs> Probably so. I don't know, Brett. You see my hip. You know my <laughs> hips don't lie. To all the listeners out there, I can confirm Jack can cut a rug. And I'm talking about with scissors, knives, everything. That boy is out there cut in. <laughs> hey, Jack, who's the best Spider-Man, Toby or Tom? Oh, Tom. Tom for me. T- T- Toby's an OG, and obviously I was raised on that, but I just think Tom... Tom one, is so much better. Yeah, one, Tom's not, like, a 30-year-old man, so he can play the teenager role. He looks like a teenager. <laughs> yeah. um, and just, I think, the writing for his movies specifically, uh, I think it's better within the MCU. So, I, I like Tom. He-, he-, he looks the part for Spider-Man, and I think he's a, he's a really good actor. Okay. You know, looking back at it, Tobey Maguire was like a grown man that probably can grow a beard when he was playing Spider-Man. But he was in high school, so it's kind of odd. And last question is for you, Britt. Did you feel like an absolute all-star rolling in with the coolest guy in the movie theater in his Spider-Man shirt and Spider-Man socks? (laughs) Wait, were you wearing? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. (laughs) With all my snacks, too, Britt. Britt Britt, Britt probably wasn't wasn't paying attention to the fit because she had to smuggle in, like, 10 pounds of candy bro i literally didn't even notice <laughs> hey Brent, um, no but uh there is some kids we went to a movie theater that had assigned seating and um there was two kids that were sitting in our seats and jack was freaking out like he was freaking <laughs> out 
Oh, that's and when you know like you become a dad, bro. You were like, should I say something to him? I'm like, no, if you're going to say something, like say something to the mom, not the 10 year old kid. <laughs> hey, that's when you know that you're a dad, brother. He he looks at you, Britt, and says, JJ will never act like that. He was like about to <laughs> flip his lid. Hey, hey, man, I had a signed seat and I didn't want to be in somebody else's, man. It's. You know, maybe when I was younger, I wouldn't care. But now that I'm a, a grown up and adult, I don't I don't like causing any issues. So, hey, Britt, was was Jack starting to uh, stress pace and stress <laughs> comb through his hair? Because the you movie was about to start. He kept looking over at them. And we're like, what do we do? What do we do? <laughs> we have to have Britt on more so we can just get these gems of stories of Jack Uh-oh. stress pacing in a movie theater in Spider-Man socks. That's literally amazing. <laughs> I'm just picturing you right now aggressively staring at two 10-year-olds that are in your seat. <laughs> oh, me. Yeah. Hey, man. What, what, can I, what can I say, man? Full, full dad mode. Full dad mode. Hey, Britt, we appreciate you hopping on. Uh, it's been a ton of fun. Hey, Jack, you know, I think this needs to be a reoccurring thing. Just get Britt on here to hit on some toppings. Uh, like once a quarter. What do you think? Yeah, bring bring uh, B back on to, to hit on some toppings and then also fry me. Uh, fry him. Doing so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, maybe next time we bring Janet on as well and me and you just get destroyed live. Absolutely <laughs> destroyed. Hey, you, you don't even want to want to ask Brett how she spent her evening. She had to clean the bathroom that I already cleaned yesterday. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> hey, babe, I love you. Thanks for coming on. No problem. Hey, it's time. Guys, we have this exciting interview with all of our analysts coming up in a roundtable discussion. Here it is. We are here at the first roundtable discussions on Pint Saturdays. I got to ask everybody how they are feeling. Carly, what's up? How are you feeling? I am feeling great, Josh. I'm uh, home for the holidays. Happy to be here. Just happy to talk with y'all. Hey, we're excited to have you on. Colby, how are you feeling, brother? I'm pretty good. I'm happy to be here with you guys. I'm a little intimidated to uh, share the stage with Jonathan, but, uh, you know, I'm ready. Ooh, Jonathan. Ooh, that's fire, Colby. Hey, hey, that's, uh, uh, you know, Jonathan is, uh, he's a pretty cool dude. How you feeling, Jonathan? Man, I'm living a dream, man. Uh, best time of the year. I'm back. Uh, go, doing what goats do. Hey, is Taysom right. Hill a future goat? First question for you. Chill. All right, relax, guys. Let's, let's stay on task. Let's like, on task. wait, like an actual, like, the animal goat? You mean that? <laughs> yeah, I, I would be in for that. Hey, but did Taysom Hill just beat the goat? So, hey, Josh. Ooh, ooh, it takes the goat to beat the goat. It takes the goat to beat the goat. That's how it works. Catching out, man. Hey, oh, we, man, that was actually a Was very that Taysom? Good... <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. We are gonna hey, we're gonna we're gonna hop right into this. I'm excited to see uh if everybody agrees or disagrees with the takes. First up, we have our college football analyst, Carly Fay, with a tough question. I'm kidding, it's a softball question. Just tell me who's gonna win it all, Carly. That's what I want to know. Who is gonna be the college football champion this year? Wow, that's bold to say that's a softball. Uh okay, so early in the year. I made a very wrong prediction in saying that Georgia was really good, going to win it all. I was wrong. I think Georgia got exposed. I don't think they're going to win it all, but I do think they're going to beat Michigan. So I think Georgia's going to beat Michigan. I think Alabama's going to beat Cincy, even though I wish that Cincy would win it all. And then I think in the rematch, Alabama's going to two-peat and take it home. Ooh, a little uh, crimson tie getting another win. Colby, do you agree or disagree? 
I mean, I'm going to have to concur with that assessment. Uh, my rule of thumb for college football is it's Alabama until otherwise, right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. for me, <laughs> earlier in the year, I was talking to a bunch of uh, A&M fans, and they are like, huh? I don't know, man, A&M, dark horse in the West this year. I'm like, <laughs> relax. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's Bama until otherwise. Now, granted, they did beat them during the year, but I still take that as, you know, it was a lapse for Bama. Yeah. Um, I, I agree with Carly, though. I mean – not only on her pick, but I mean, I thought Georgia was going to win that SEC championship, and mm-hmm. you know, Alabama deeped us all, and so we all look stupid. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Stick so we got. We, we, hey, so it's looked like Carly may be correct, be correct. Jonathan, do you agree or disagree? You know what? I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to be the devil's uh, advocate on this one. I'm going to go with Cincinnati, man. Hey, Ooh. I hope you're right, Jonathan. I really do. Um, I wouldn't I mind mean, that. Alabama, Alabama's a good team. Uh, Nick, Nick Saban, great coach. But I'm, I'm looking for an upset. It has to come from somewhere. So uh, why not Alabama? Right? Why Ooh. not them? Yeah, I, I think that, that'd be a really big upset. Oh yeah, that'd be that 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 would be awesome to awesome for college football fans that are not Bama fans. Uh, for all of us that are tired of seeing Bama dominate year in year out, so I I'd be all for it, man. Yeah, that, that would be absolutely electric to watch Cincinnati, who I don't think a lot of people are even having a chance to really make some noise to, to win it all. That would be that would be insane. Hey, I, I hope it comes true, Jonathan. That would be awesome. Moving on to our next question, and this one goes out to you, my man, Jonathan, with the bold take on Cincinnati. I need you to give me the second wild card in the AFC and the second wild card in the NFC. Who's making the playoffs? Yeah, start start with the AFC if you don't mind, Jonathan. Oh boy, hey, that thing's <laughs> tough, man. The AFC's tough. Look, I'm going to be quick with this one though. So first thing first, um, we got the Bengals in the fourth seed. That's a toss up. Um, they got the Ravens, Chiefs, and Browns the last three three games of the year, and those teams are fighting for a playoff spot also. But I mean, I'm going to keep them in at four, right? I got I got the final spot. Man, this is tough. You got a bunch of eight and six teams. You got some teams that are just got some easy schedules. I mean, it's not really a shocker, but uh I'm gonna go with the Chargers. Mm. I, I like it. it. Hey Josh. Go with Herbie. Yeah, Josh, you know I'm a big Herbie guy. Oh, that's, that's my fantasy quarterback right there, man. I, he's a stud. So uh, I, I think the Chargers are getting hot at the right time, man. And, and they got a quarterback that can always keep them in the game. So 100%. We'll, see if, we'll see if their defense can uh, make more stops than they did against Patrick Mahomes. But I think uh, offensive-wise with Herbert under center, man, yeah, they, they definitely have a chance to, to grab that last spot. The next three games, they should win. Uh, they got with the Texans, Broncos, and the Raiders. They should win those games. So mm-hmm. unless you know something Absolutely. falls through, I don't see them. Yeah, losing, yeah. Uh, those and, and the only game that would scare me would be the Broncos, but they got them at home. The Broncos just yeah. have a solid defense. That, yeah, that's really, it. You know? Yeah, really good defense. He's still even playing at a high level, even after they traded Von Miller. You know, great defense. Sure. Who who you got coming out the AF, the NFC, Jonathan? NFC. I know you want- bad too i know it's like out of the tip of your tongue like let's see how much of a homer he is well no we'll see again again all right so we think that the 49ers are safe at the six seed i mean i'm not i'm not willing to say they are uh but what i would tell you is the vikings 
will not make it. They're going to lose to the Rams. They're going to lose to the uh, Packers. And then they're going to win uh, with at the Browns. Mm-hmm. The Eagles. The Eagles. I mean, they're playing good. Playing real good right now. Win at the Giants, right? Got another win at the, uh, the football team. I got them losing at Dallas. But the next three games for the Saints, they'll win. Dolphins, Panthers, Falcons. Saints sneak in. Oh, hey, hey, Jonathan, I'll, I'll bet an eyebrow y'all lose two out of the three. <laughs> hey, man, we got a money. Well, we're we're definitely going to hold you on that. <laughs> yeah, well. <laughs> hey, I, mean, I went back and forth with the Eagles, man, but I just – I just, I can see the Eagles losing to the Giants. I can see and the fo- And the football team, you forgot that part. Yeah, don't I mean, forget. We, we, we just saw that game, right, and it, it didn't – John, it we, John we signed, our quarterback was signed on Friday. Can we really oh, like? Boy. Yeah, he, he was, both our quarterbacks were on the COVID list. We signed a guy yeah. off the street. Well, just saying, him. man. Just saying. But I mean, I mean, this he is, still this, had this... The, hey, he still had better stats than Taysom Hill. Don't get me started. But come on, guys, relax. We signed him on Friday. <laughs> oh boy, relax, we, relax. We have a we have officially fired Jack up. No, no, no. I, I, hey, man. Uh, to be honest with you, when you do look at the Saints' remaining schedule. It is the easiest out of the bunch that have a, have a chance. I love to hear that the Niners might not have the sixth spot locked up because that just creates more chaos and means mm. other teams can sneak in. You know, i.e., my Washington football team. Fingers crossed. We got to get the the job done against uh, uh, Kobe's Cowboys this coming Sunday, Sunday night football. So we'll see how that plays out. But hopefully, we got our quarterbacks back. Well, the one thing I can confirm for everyone is the Giants will not be sneaking in. There will be no sneaking <laughs> at all. Only draft prep season, play a play. So, yeah, it is what it is. At this hey, can I? I want to. I want to add one thing to that. All Go right, ahead. when the Saints sneak in, I got an upset. You're okay. you're, re- you're ready for everything, John. Is Taysom Hill? What, let me let me ask you a follow up. Is Taysom Hill winning the Super Bowl this year? Stop. No, he's not. But he's beating the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> Oh, oh boy. Hey, hey, oh, man. Hey, man. He's a competitor, man. So I'm not betting against him again. Okay. Okay. Hey, let's let's go ahead. Hey, uh, Colby, give me uh, – do you agree with Jonathan's takes on the NFC and the AFC? And, well, and do you agree that the Saints are getting bounced by the – I mean, the uh, Cowboys are getting bounced by the Saints? Absolutely not. Um, I, I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing. I, I am worried about the Niners. That's the one team I definitely do not want to play uh, in a playoff matchup. I think they're they're going to be in. They're the uh, scary team. As far as the uh, AFC, though, I think I'm going to go with Buffalo getting that last one. I do like the Chargers getting in, and I like the Bengals staying in their spot. But Buffalo, their schedule is really not that bad. I mean, obviously they have a tough one with New England. But they have Atlanta and the Jets for their last two games. Whereas if the Ravens and the Steelers, who are vying for that spot too, Ravens have Cincy, they have the Rams, and they have Pittsburgh. Um, And then the Steelers have KC, Browns, and obviously they're playing the Ravens. Um, So I like Buffalo and the AFC, even though they're not playing well, but I think they'll get in. And then the NFC, it pains me to say it, but I think the Eagles are going to get that last spot. Um, I see them beating – Unfortunately for you guys, both of y'all, the Giants and uh, Washington. Um, but, yeah, I, I was kind of like Jonathan, though, too. I was going back and forth between them and the Saints, but I don't know. They're just The Saints seem super inconsistent. Like, the last two weeks, they've looked impressive, 
But then you look through their schedule and they just have like some head scratching losses. Um, yep. I mean, I'm sure Jonathan would agree. It's yeah. probably been the <laughs> one of the worst parts of the season, just the roller coaster part of it. But uh, yeah, I think I'm going to go with uh, both Buffalo in the AFC and the uh, Eagles in the NFC. Ooh, I like it. Carly, Carly, what you got? Uh, I like his calls on the AFC. I like the Bengals staying in and uh, the Chargers sneaking in there. Yeah, I agree with you guys. I think Herbie's uh, forced to be reckoned with, and late season he's going to really stay strong. Uh, the NFC, I actually agree with Colby. I think the Eagles might sneak in there. I really hate to say that. I want to be a homer for the football team, but uh, it's looking a little bleak at this point. Not impossible, but uh, I think the Eagles will sneak in there, unfortunately. Nobody wants that. that. Nobody wants. No. That. I know. Yeah, no, no. Nobody does want that. I I don't want that. Believe me. But, I actually you know. threw up in my mouth saying it. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. Moving on to our third question of the night, Colby. I got a question for you, brother. Who is getting traded first? Ben Simmons, Russell Westbrook, or Damian Lillard? Well, that's kind of a lot, but my initial reaction would be I don't think any of them are going to get traded. But if I'm having to choose somebody, I think it's going to be Ben Simmons. I think the saga at some point has to come to an end. Uh, You know, it's just the issue of who's going to be the person to take that dive. Um, I really only see three teams in my mind that would take that chance. It would be Portland, Sacramento, or Minnesota. Uh, the issue being that's quite the contract he's got. I think this year he's due to make $33 million, then it's 35 next year, 37 the next year, and then over 40 at age 29. So finding someone to match that in just a you know team-for-team trade doesn't seem very likely, especially between those three. Um, so I would imagine there's going to be a third team involved. Um but once again, I, I don't see Dame getting traded because I think Portland's going to try and do everything they can to keep him. Uh, yeah. They're probably going to try and find some sort of combination of packaging, you know, CJ McCollum with Nurkic, um, maybe trying to find a taker for Larry Nance. Uh, but Minnesota is interesting, too, just from the standpoint of they've been playing a lot better. Carl Anthony Towns is really starting to come into his own. Obviously, Anthony Edwards is he's a stud. Yeah. yeah, no, he he's good. He it's it's weird. He's he's super athletic and he's very good. But then there's other nights where it's like he's just super inefficient. But you gotta like kind of sounds like, like me, me and Jack back in college in intramural. <laughs> Apparently, that's it, that's hey, all the stories I've ever hey. heard. It wasn't some nights. It was all nights, pretty much. <laughs> we, we, we just to let everyone know we didn't win a game, and I'm not kidding. <laughs> Look, yeah, but you gotta you gotta look at the supporting cast. So don't blame it on Josh and I, right? So yeah. y'all were basically like Oklahoma City right now, and you were like SGA and I don't know what the other one was like Dort. Pr- pr- pretty much, man. Pretty much. But hey, b- back to it. So Ben Simmons is the one that's getting traded. So you're crushing Josh's dreams of Dame coming to the Knicks. Destroyed. Yeah, I mean, honestly, the well, that's trust me. I'll get to the Knicks. Um, <laughs> you know. I, I know that's like a, a big thing they talk about and especially Knicks Nation, especially Josh over there, really wants Dame. The problem is with the Knicks is your biggest trade asset is RJ Barrett. And yeah. I think he's got potential, but the problem with RJ Barrett, we've talked about this plenty of times, Josh, is 
his stats are just really not helping him this year. He's down four percentage points in field goal percentage, three point. It's down five percent. Those are pretty significant. Yeah, um, and He's if that's consistent. the right, and if that's the centerpiece of your trade, I mean, yeah, that doesn't. I'm not do sure it. I do that if I'm Portland. It, yeah, it doesn't do it for me. I, I've watched enough of R.J. Barrett to say he he can't be the centerpiece of my trade. I'm sorry, Josh. Correct, and and even then, let's just go with the hypothetical that he is like. You're gonna have to throw in top in. You're probably gonna have to throw in something else and a pick. I would yeah, it's, it probably looks like a R.J. Barrett two first, uh, Emmanuel quickly, and Obi Toppin. Yeah, which I mean, is that really the price you're willing to pay for a, a guy who's 32 going on 33 and his stats this year? He's down in shooting about five percent from uh, his just field goal percentage this year and three point. He's down six pretty significant and he had the injury this year he didn't play well in the olympics i don't know i mean i'm a huge dame fan i hope it's just kind of like he's got a down year but uh he's not trending in the right direction so yeah he's he's, he's easily still would you guys agree dame's still a top 15 player in the league for sure yeah i mean he he's top 15 for but for how many more years to yeah. kobe's point he's 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 uh you know older so I mean, the, you're gonna trade, smaller you're gonna guards. Trade, you're going to trade that many that assets way. for maybe a couple years of of him being top fifteen. Yep. I don't know, Josh. That'd be I. I don't know if I'd do it, man. Write it out. See if R, RJ can really develop. If not, hey, man, uh, you guys will be back to where you're used to being, picking top ten. That that is, <laughs> that's a that's a very it's it's totally true though, man. You know, last year I got a bit emotional. We won our first playoff game since 2013. Uh, and then we still lost the series four to one, but it didn't matter to me because we won a playoff game. So, um, all right. Hey, uh, moving on to Jonathan, what you got brother? Who's getting traded first? This is a tough one, man. Um, and before you, I'm going to preface, I'm going to preface this by saying I, I don't like Ben Simmons. So I gotta, I gotta start. There, <laughs> I think but... we can all agree on that. Yeah, I, I don't like his game. I don't like the way he plays. I mean, throw this in a pot. I don't like it. I yeah, think no whoever trades for uh huh. I think uh, well, whoever I, trades I, for Ben Simmons is the loser of that deal. But I do think Ben Ben Simmons does get traded first. Where does he go? Who knows? I'm thinking Houston. Um, dump a bunch of dump Ooh. dump a bunch of money in Houston as far as with Ben Simmons. You have talent there, mm. Jalen Green. Um, got a high draft pick coming up soon. Get to jump off Eric Gordon and so, some other players. I mean, it's a good refresh yeah. start for Ben Simmons, but so who like to throw a little uh, wrench in that? They would have to they would have to dump John Wall because I mean, yeah, that's what I was gonna in, say. John yeah, Wall's I, riding the pine for forty five mil. That's yeah, a much, that's, so a, that's a bargain. Too. But so. is that someone Philly wants to take back? The only uh, and respectfully pushing back only because Morey is pretty dead fast on getting a superstar back or at least someone who's, you know, of equivalent talent for John. And Wall. I don't think Houston has that. No, they don't. But the, the, I think, but you got to look at Daryl's mindset. Also, he's also very analytical and uh, he, he plays the draft game as far as the picks. If Houston's willing to give up some solid picks, he's probably already looking scouting out some players that he can go and get especially if he can get that top pick uh, that they have coming up next year. Uh, I mean, they got some studs coming out. So that's more likely than anything else happening. Well, I guess the other pushback I would have on that is, is 
I don't think Fertitta is going to do a deal with Moray because they ended on uh, bad terms. And if why would he do a deal now with Moray when he wouldn't do it for James Harden? Hmm. Or John Wall. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. I just I, that's the only outlet that I see where where's where it could be a win-win. Now, granted, take out the uh, the, the personal beef, right? But that that sure. could be a win-win for both both uh, both ball clubs. I don't hey, see you... anything else happening. Well, hey, th- John... but this is the whole point, right? That's why this trade's difficult. It's hard to find, you know, a single team for team that the trade's going to work out. I mean, honestly, I think if you're going to get like a third team involved, Indiana might be someone who's trying to shake some yep. stuff up. I mean, you've heard all the rumors about now. I'm not sure that either of these players is involved in this, but them trying to get rid of uh, or Miles split Turner. up Turner and uh, Savonis. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've heard about that. Hey, if it doesn't uh, make them better, Ben Simmons doesn't make them better. Ben Simmons does not make 18 better. And I'm, I'm not I, saying I, that you because know what, of you know what's what? going I, on. I, I, to an extent, I agree with you, but I also disagree because I think depending on the team he goes to, if you pair him with a, you know, a super offensive type guy and he's just really got to stick to playing defense and, you know, he can just distribute and so much of the pressure really isn't on him. I, I mean, I could see it working. Like I think Minnesota would be a nice fit for him. If having Edwards and Carl uh, Anthony Towns on both sides of him, obviously I think Russell has to be the one that goes out. And, but then again, that's also a problem. Is Philly really going to want to take D'Angelo Russell back? I mean, I wouldn't. Mm-hmm. No, That's no. A, yeah, right. And I mean, who's going to pay what thirty-seven mil, forty mil for somebody to play defense and make some passes? Well, uh, you yeah, fair enough. I I agree to that extent, but I also kind of think that, and we've seen it in plenty of sports before too, right? Someone gets traded to a new environment, change of scenery, things. All of a sudden, they're they're re-energized and they're playing so much better. I mean, granted, we don't know. You said it before. And we can all agree, we don't even know his mental mind state. Does he even want to fucking play yeah. basketball? Like, yeah. It, it's an issue. So I, it, that's why it's hard. I agree with you, though. It's it's difficult coming up with it. So just remember, whenever he gets traded to Houston, Jonathan, just send a smile uh, to Kobe. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I will eat that. If he gets traded to Houston, uh, you know what? I will uh, – Shave. Put, hey, whatever you like, want to do, I will take you out to hey, dinner. I will – whatever. Hey, I'll are you, eat it. Are you will, are you willing to put an eyebrow on it? In the words, <laughs> no, I, I'm not. I'm not that bold. I'm not <laughs> hey, Car- Carly, who's getting traded first? Hey, I gotta. I gotta be totally honest. I definitely don't have as much NBA knowledge as the rest of the people on this call from this conversation. But to me, I agree with everybody. The Ben Simmons situation seems the most uh, desperate and the most personal. Mm-hmm. So it seems to me that probably if anybody's going to leave first, it's going to be Ben. Okay. Hey, just to throw a wrench into it, the only thing I could see happening is if the Lakers just continue to to stink up this joint and they and they decide to to blow it up, man, and and trade Russ. But I but I, I I think it most likely going to be Ben if anyone gets traded. But the Lakers continue to stink, man. They could they could look to flip Russ if he just doesn't well, fit in. I'm glad I'm glad you brought that back up because I definitely wanted to touch that base of Russ. In my opinion. There is absolutely no way he is getting traded. Only because, it, once again, it kind of comes with the Simmons thing. He's set to make 44 plus million this year, and he's 32 years old. 
He's making yeah. forty-seven million next year. Who's yeah, but he, he yeah, but he's been traded twice in the past two years. So I mean, two teams have shown that they're willing to take it. Yeah, but once again, I guess like when I look around the league, I'm like thinking, okay, th- you're right. This is the third time he's been traded. So now no one's really going to want to touch it because everywhere he's gone it hasn't worked. And now you look around, who's the partner? Who's the salary that can match up? The only one that comes to mind is John Wall in Houston, and they're not going to do that again, right? What if they trade him for, for Ben Simmons and we have a, 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 uh-huh. a double, a double mm. trade here? Yeah, yep. I, I, Maury was the GM in Houston Ooh. who made that trade in the first place. He's not going to want to be with – he's seen that movie. Did Houston just sneak its way back in to the Ben Simmons? No way. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I mean, you know what? I guess crazier things have happened, and you hear all the time uh, in NBA trade talks and contracts that, like, man, this this contract's so untradeable, and then it gets traded. But hey, I just have a hard time seeing Russ get traded. This hey, year. Jack, I think the Lakers Jack, are going to have to eat that. Yo, hey, Jack, are we seeing a uh, Russ goes to Houston, and then and then Houston flips Russ for Ben? Are we seeing that? <laughs> Nah, I, I see it straight up. Lakers, Lakers to, to Philly. That's how I see it. <laughs> yeah, that makes oh sense. I, I see boys. that happening. I, I, I've been uh, – I, I got to take off the tinfoil hat, boys. But, uh, hey, Josh, this has been fun, man. I, anything yeah. else that we want to hit on? I Actually, I got I got a quick one for, for the group here. That, go ahead. Unrelated to sports. I just want a quick reaction. We'll start. Carly, you, you give me yours, then Jonathan, then Kobe. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Go. I think everyone's going to be upset with me for saying this, but I've never seen it. Oh, boy. What? Oh, I know. Can we just edit her out of the entire conversation? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, hey, put it on your list and let us know. if It's, it's, on, it's on my list. I'll, I'll hit you back. With let us you. know. It's a classic. Let us know if it's a Christmas movie. Jonathan, okay, go okay. ahead. Die Hard. Christmas Absolutely. Movie there you go. Absolutely. Love it. Absolutely. Kobe, are you in right agreement? I love Die Hard, but I have to go now. All right. All right. Ooh. Hey, 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 Jack, are you feeling a little uh, uh, a little poll coming up? Oh, yeah, for sure. Poll's going up. I, I know Die Hard's in my rotation when it comes to Christmas movies. So, so, Jonathan, you feel the same way, though? Yep, it's Ill, Die Hard, and then Home Alone in that Let's order. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, Col- Colby has been. We've hit a lot of chords on Colby tonight. I'm a little worried about him after this pod. Are we? Are we like serious that Christmas Vacation didn't even make the list? Oh, it's top it five. No. But Elf, Elf, brother, Elf takes the cake. I mean, are you kidding? Dude, Josh, I think Elf. I think Elf's overrated. Elf's 100%. overrated. I'm not saying. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not I'm saying it's bad. You. I think we've been oversaturated with it. How dare? 100%. How dare you guys? Speak those lies on this podcast. Christmas <laughs> Vacation 1, Home Alone 2, and then, like, in a distant fifth is the next whatever movie. Hey, y'all want to get real deep? Santa Claus. The original oh, Santa, one. Santa Claus is an OG. I'll admit. With Tim Allen? Oh, yeah. The yeah, original. bro. T- Santa Claus is a great movie. Yeah. It's amazing. That's funny. All right. Hey, hey, it was, hey, it was Josh, fun, guys. Let's go ahead and wrap this up, boys. Hey, uh, and, and girls, may, Merry Christmas. I appreciate you guys joining and uh, enjoyed the discussion. Kind of excited to see how everything plays out. Yeah, yeah, I did. Hey, and by the way, I did keep all of the answers. Yeah, Josh, so, if we see a, a Laker-Philadelphia trade, man, you guys, I might be on to something. Ask me for the lotto numbers, all right? 
Hey, if and if uh, or Ben Simmons goes to Houston, I'm just gonna send Colby a picture of an eyebrow. Please, uh, that, that eyebrow is getting mailed to San Antonio, brother. Hey guys, ton of fun. Glad you guys hopped on with us tonight. Hope you guys have a Merry Christmas, and we will see you on another edition of Pint Saturdays. Jack, I can't wait to see if any of the whose predictions are going to come true. That's the biggest question, right? Yeah, if I had to bet today, I'd probably say Alabama winning the national championship. That's Agreed. Yeah, they're just they're they're a completely loaded team. For sure, for sure, man. So I I, I don't disagree with you, Jack. Are you ready though? Are you? I'm kind of feeling this, man. I don't know if I'm feeling what happened, but I gotta ask you the question first. Do you know what time it is, brother? I know what time it is. We went one and one last week because of my dog pulling out the win. Let's run it back. Go two and zero, oh, man. What do you say? Christmas special two and zero. Oh. Let's get back on track. Hey, it's coming two and zero, oh, baby. Christmas special. Give me your dog of the week, Jack. All right, man. Uh, my dog is going to be the team that beat your dog last week. I'm going to take the Colts beating the Cardinals. The Cardinals like are it. coming off an embarrassing loss to the Lions. And the Colts, look, to be honest with you, yeah, Carson Wentz, he, he's a very up-and-down quarterback. But, man, Jonathan Taylor, that dude's a beast, man. Just run the ball. Absolute stud. Play good defense. And then their special teams. Their special teams are amazing. They're blocking punts. They're... They're blocking field goals. Just a, overall a great team with two really special units. Uh, I think their defense is really good, and uh, I think their special team is really good. If Carson can uh, turn it up a notch and, and match the level of play that, uh, you know, Jonathan Taylor and all the rest of the teammates are, are putting out there, I, th- I think they're a serious contender. So, yeah, I got them beating the Cardinals, man. Look, one thing that I've seen with uh, Cliff – in his tenure with the Cards, he's got a bad record in December, bro. They always start off super strong, and then they fade. And look, the Colts are built for December football with that running game and that defense. So I'll take the Colts, man. Give, give them to me, let's uh, say, winning by at least a field goal. Okay. Let's go. I like it. Let's go, baby. Hey, time to get back. Well, you won last week, but it's time to go 2-0 again. And, Jack, I'm about to tell you how we're about to go 2-0. Are you ready for this? Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Take out the fact that they won last doesn't matter to me, right? And who I'm talking about right now is the New Orleans Saints. They are currently a three-point favorite over the Miami Dolphins, but I got the Dolphins chomping away at the bit, winning by a touchdown on Monday Night Football. Book it, take it to the bank, baby. Let's go. Dolphins Nation, stand up. Yep. Hey, and I got to agree. So we had that roundtable. Jonathan was on. I said, I bet they lose two out of their next three. I have the Dolphins winning. So – I agree with you. The Dolphins' defense is really good. I think that the the Saints will come off that big one against the Bucks, and they're going to come out flat. And, and look, I'm just not confident in their offense. And, and and think about it this way: also, the Dolphins play a very aggressive defense. Oh yeah, they blitz it, all the time. Extremely aggressive. What do you think that's going to do to a quarterback that that willed his team to nine points the week before? Brother, he's going to be shook. So yeah, yeah as long as look. As long as they play aggressive, but they have somebody that spies them, just in case he gets away from the blitz, you have somebody there to take care of him. He's not going to beat you with his arm. He's only going to beat you with his athleticism. So I think as long as you can shut down Taysom as a runner, you don't got to worry about him beating you over the top. He's not going to throw – like, even the big completion that he had against the Bucks was underthrown. It was just lucky that the guy came back to the ball. 
So I, I I'm with you, man. Fins up. Let's go. Fin, fins up. Jack, we have made it to the end of the pint, baby. Yes, sir. Last scoop, best scoop, mystery scoop, Christmas edition again. Christmas edition. Hey, man, I'm excited. You cooked this one up, brother. What's good, man? What's popping? Hey, look, this one, this one didn't take too long for me to cook up. To be honest with you, I came up with it as we were recording the pod. Uh, it's short and sweet, Josh, but I think it's a good one. I think it's a funny one. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it at you, man. I want you to be honest. So, look, man, this is like you, you're you attached to a lie detector. You got to okay. tell the truth, all right? No, no lies it. here between Let's the boys. It. Team Cool Dad's here. You got to be truthful, all right? TCDs. When did you stop believing in Santa Claus? Ooh, man, that's a hot topic. So let's go. Hey, hey listen, I'm a, when I'm did a, you actually stop believing? And when did you tell like your folks that you didn't, you know, you no longer believed? So that's what I'm thinking, you know, I'm not going to say it was single digits. Okay. I think it was probably 10, brother. Because uh, okay. I, I know my dad used to act like Santa. Right. He'd get on the roof. I'd hear the bells. So, yeah, man, I think I was probably 10 or 11 when I stopped believing in Santa. And that's when uh, you, your folks also knew? Uh, I believe so, yeah, if I, if I remember correctly. Because I remember I was, I was pretty I – was, I, was, I was, you know, I was a good little, good little, good little older kid. Yeah, that's, uh, a, that's a good run, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, it could have been I – I would say probably between the years of uh, 7 and 11. Somewhere in there, right? I can't remember. Look, you got to be more exact. I got to know. Was it double digits? I, I don't think Josh, it was just admit you're 14. We know. I was I wasn't 14. Listen, I'm gonna roll kind of. I'm gonna roll with 10. We'll just roll with 10. All right. Okay. Hey, man, that's awesome because you know I bet those 10 years for your parents were were pretty pretty sweet. Now you got a younger sister. Did you keep it to yourself or did you ruin it? Knowing me as an older brother, I absolutely ruined it. Oh man, that's I'm rough, kidding. brother. I have no idea. I don't think I would have done that. I didn't. All right, all right, all right. Cool, cool, cool. cool. Well, what I... about you, man? When, when did when did you stop believing in Santa? So, when I stopped believing doesn't align when I made it clear to my folks that I stopped believing. I think I was probably like probably eight is when I knew Santa wasn't real for sure. But I probably I probably went along with it because I was like, I don't want the Santa gifts to stop. <laughs> <laughs> So I went along with it probably till like 11. I would say 11. Um, I would still like act like I believed, uh, which is funny looking back at it because Santa gifts never stop. They still come. You know what I mean? <laughs> do they uh, still come in our 30s? My folks do, man, which is uh, pretty awesome. Like if we go when, when I would go back to my uh, my parents house, they they would have gifts that uh, were from them. And then I wake up and come downstairs and I'd have a gift from Santa still. Oh. It, it's a joke, obviously, but still, it's funny. Oh, absolutely, uh, brother! I still, I still have the uh, the presents under the tree that say Santa on them. Yeah, that's that's funny. Now, obviously, you and I are are team cool dads. We got we got our baby boys. You know, now it's like tight lip. Like no one better ruin the secret. Like I want that to go as long as possible. You know what I mean? Oh, 100%. Especially 100%. when they're little, man. It's it's gonna be so awesome. But hey, I, I just wanted to throw that out there, obviously, because. You know, um, believing in Santa Claus is like a magical thing and it's fun. And I remember being a kid and being so excited and all the little traditions. And then when you get a little older, it's like Christmas is still cool and awesome because, you know, time with family, friends, you get gifts. But it's a little bit different when you're older. It's so much fun when you're a kid, you know, and I'm looking forward to kind of experiencing that from a dad's 
point of view now. Oh yeah, it's 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 going to be amazing, man. It's going to be amazing. The the look on Liam's face when he when he sees the tree and, and everything with the presence on hey, it. Absolutely. Actually, awesome. actually, let me take that back. In case my mom's listening to this and my dad, I still believe in Santa. Keep the Santa <laughs> gifts coming, all right? Hey, and the great thing about uh, our analytics is we see that there is definitely both of our parents um demographics listen to the podcast so we're pretty sure they still listen <laughs> yep 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 so we both still believe in yeah santa. hey hey guys. yeah mom dad 100 still believe in santa so make sure <laughs> hey if you give them a call though let them know that i need a few extra gifts this year uh yeah for sure i've been a, i've been a good boy right yeah yeah and team cool dads <laughs> uh you know a little scrap for cash when it comes to uh oh for sure oh for sure. oh for sure the diapers and formula are, are not cheap my boy that's awesome man hey great 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 uh great pint brother yeah dude always always fun to have these like during the week uh special edition of pints and and this one especially because we were able to pull together such a cool group and kind of hear all the different takes and we'll see how everything plays out man but look merry christmas to you and your family um i hope you guys have a have a good time man merry christmas to you and your family brother i love you guys Merry Christmas to all of our listeners out there. We appreciate you guys listening. We hope you guys have um, a phenomenal Christmas, a great time with friends and family, and we will see you not this Saturday, but next Saturday on the newest edition of Pint Saturdays. And don't forget the most important thing. This is the pod for the people. We'll see you guys later.